Hey there everyone, welcome to Conversation on Karate, I'm Greg, Sue is not here. Um, this is again because we forgot to record an intro for Mr. Matt Jardine. Uh, this is just a brief, this isn't even really an episode, it's a bonus episode of us uh, giving our thoughts on the recent UFC, UFC 259. Um, hope you enjoy it and we'll see you all soon. seems it doesn't he doesn't he and he's just you know what i mean you've got someone who's nice and can also i see i do i do like the bluff i I'm, i i like mcgregor's stuff not now i'm a bit bored of it now but i did like it but there's something nice about blovich just does the work and i and i like izzy showmanship but sometimes you just want to you know you want the good guy to win occasionally it doesn't happen often and it was no. uh i like it was good and it, and you know you're coming up it was almost a whole body weight difference I mean, not not literally so i think you know, i think that gap. was the thing i think so you, you've watched it yes yeah, sue i did yes yeah okay so in terms of rounds let's 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 talk about it i had izzy winning the first two and then from then on Jan had it, but you could tell as soon as you took him down, the body weight difference, like you were saying, was massive. When I did stuff uh, for Kombudo, which is essentially MMA without a cage, Lee Hasdall stuff, right? Because there were not many in my, but there were none in my age category. So no, no one fought. The, the instructors took their students, their youngsters, but I wanted to fight. So there was no one in my age or category. So I was like, I said to Lee, I'll fight whoever, right? My point is that I thought younger, bigger, and it makes a massive difference. Mm. <laughs> Such a massive difference. If you think, oh, it's okay. It, it, wait, I mean, that's why, obviously, but that's not why there are weight divisions. And yeah. when, in a when you fight absolute, right? That's, that's why there are weight divisions. Absolute mm-hmm. is, is absolutely horrific. <laughs> you know, you just, you just it, it size matters. Um, you know? Mm. It yeah, it does. Okay. It does. It, that's why it makes me laugh when you see people who do martial arts and they're, they're like, oh, you know, I can defeat someone so much bigger than me with such great ease. Like, well, I don't know about that. You might you might struggle. It's nonsense. And like, I, I watch Sonny, my boy, play for, you know, he plays rugby, he plays for wasps. He's not a wasp now. Um, I know they're big guys. I would have to hit my son really hard now to knock him out. And mm. even then, he probably like wouldn't blink. So, Matt, you know they're they're big, they're big, mm. and it it does count. And I I often that isn't uh, that's not accounted for, isn't it? Just mm. pure size. Yeah, yeah. You know, Goliath was a it, big dude. As Jeff Thompson said, I think and he said in his book, he's like I'd, t- I'd take a a green belt who'd done a bit of rugby against any first dan in karate all day. And it's, yeah, he's not far wrong. Uh, I, absolutely. And also the other thing about that is um, when you're getting hit four or five times a week, not not punched, but you're getting impact hit. When these kids hit you, and I'm talking kids, I'm talking men now, 18, 22, mm. it is like getting hit by a car. It's horrific. Mm. And so when you're getting hit four or five times a week like that, there's a point where 
yeah, whatever. Someone punches you in the face, I, and yeah, show me something I haven't done now. Yeah, and and it's it's a different thing. Mm. That's why with Sonny now, I don't, you know, I play the uh, father card. I've I keep my old alpha male. I would win this if I want, but I don't. I've transcended needing to fight with you now, son. We don't <laughs> need to do this. The truth is, you pick me up, <laughs> drop kick me. It'll be over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, right, guys. So, what were we talking about? UFC. Oh, UFC. We're on shit. Yes, yeah. let's be, yeah, yeah. Did you see any of the other fights? I saw, I looked at Nunes because I was really interested in that. Um, she is. She cool, is. Isn't she? She's yeah. cool. Oh. Yeah. But so she ended up with a triangle from the back, which is essentially, I mean, that's like, you do that to a white belt who's done mm. about four seconds of jiu-jitsu. Mm. And, that, and that just brings on, a, you know what I mean? A, a triangle from the back, like, it's just like, oh, I, can't, I would just do this one. So I did this one. Mm. She, Megan looks so out of her depth. And that's a, that's a, you, you, which is the whole point when you think, your, your skill range to strike, so I'm going to make these numbers up, but you'll see my point. You have to be, Five times, I made that bit up, five times a better striker than a grappler for your striking to outdo them. Does that, does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Simply because of land mass. When someone is struggling, there is a lot more to hold on to on a mm. five for eight frame than this point or whatever point is going to drop someone, liver, chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't take much to tuck them in. So even if I'm getting an absolute hounding as a grappler, I, I can get close enough to get on top of you. And if you have no grappling, mm. which she didn't, the game's over. Which is which is why I started BJ, which is why I started BJJ. Yeah. Drive of that. Oh, I chin you on the way in. Oh, oh, I won't. And and I'm amazed that anyone is still striking without even without Asanya. A phenomenal striker, but you'd argue that he's he can grapple. I'm not saying he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he lost because of the weight and the grappling thing. That's why he lost that. Mm. So you can't come into the cage anymore without an even game, I think. Yeah. I think that the whole Adesanya fight, I mean, he, he did really well on the feet. And he was definitely... I think if he hadn't have got taken down in the fifth, you could argue he could have potentially won that fight. Because mm. he was winning the fifth round, I think, on the feet. Yes. But you... You can't imagine what John Jones would do to him. But John Jones can do, but, but look, John Jones is a super high level wrestler. So he's got the grappling. Mm. You, you know, MMA is, isn't all of the separate arts. It is all of them. That's what and, I mean. And, I, and I, you I, say, okay, if he didn't take him down in the fifth, but he did. And that well, he is did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to your corner and they say, you really need to take him down in the fifth because it's all, it's two each. I had it round about two each. Mm. He needs to go down. There it is. And still. Yeah. And it, and it yeah. really, that's why, that's why I know a lot of people, a lot of traditionally don't, I just really like um, MMA. Yeah, I love it. I think it's it really great. is great. It is just, it's the great leveler, right? You've got mm. to have all those things. Yeah. I think with Izzy, the people that are now sort of saying he's overhyped are mistaken. Mm. I've, I've definitely seen some of that. Like, oh, we finally... I knew he was overhyped. Like, no, he's not overhyped. He's still one of the best in the world. His record's 107 or something like that 
across I've been all watching quite a lot of his kickboxing. Mm. Oh, it's unbelievable. And and um, and so he's a young. So a couple of things I like about uh, Izzy is 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 interesting to watch. Mm. And I don't care what anyone says. It's still you still want to watch and listen to someone who's interesting. Why yeah, why everyone watch that? I mean, there is that. We're, it's entertainment, okay? Yeah. Um, he's also young, right? Relatively, relatively, relatively young. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he uh, saw somewhere he's either a purple or a brown belt in BJJ. He's just got promoted to purple belt. Literally, I think last so, week. Okay. We so, so he's still. Yeah. Just purple is is new, right? It's still relatively low level ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you add that to his game. And then so that now he does, because you're only as good as, I think you're only as good as your fear of the ground. So if you suddenly take Nunes, for example, you can start risking yourself going forwards because you don't care if you go down. You're like, let's go. I was trying to get mm. down here anyway. Yeah. But once he adds that to his game, well, what now have you got? What is his corner going to say? Yeah, and you've got to take him down in the fifth. Um, yeah, and don't take him down in the fifth. <laughs> so give him, I don't know, another whatever it's going to take for him to get maybe kind of good brown i think he'll probably then you, then you're a problem right then you're a problem mm. yeah for brown. sure and that and the, thing, then, the thing as well with the weight is is he went up for a one-off he didn't go up to compete at that division so i think if he does go up to compete at that division he'll put on the weight necessary to compete there because i think he weighed the other in thing about going up which is why i like i keep harping back because he was the first to do this really is that um whatever you think of him now, but McGregor, you know, fighting all people. The fact that is he, what he will gain from going up into a completely different weight zone, like at the full end spectrums of it. Wasn't there some, didn't I hear, I might be wrong, but there was like 25 kg difference by the time they were fighting or something that might I, be an exaggeration. I think, I think um, Jan weighed, when he was on fight, actually in the cage, he was like 225 or something like that. Yeah, I think it was 220. I think yeah. he said 220. That's it's a significant difference. Mm. So what he will gain from taking on all comers, you know, going to anyone dojo and be able to hold, we said this in the last one, going to anyone's dojo and be able to hold your head above water is priceless. And, and so few people do that. So few people do that. And you can win or lose is actually, I have to say, relevant, I think, yeah. Yeah, from being the sort of human who just goes, oh, yeah, okay. okay, I'll do it. Yeah. It's like a classic pressure test kind of thing, though, wasn't it? I mean, how how brave is that to go all the way up to that and, mm-hmm. and to face yourself out? Just essentially to find out how you do. That it's amazing. Is a, that's it. Such that's courage. mindset stuff. It that's really is. Mindset. That's seeing, and as he said in his interview after, or either yeah. straight after, or in his in his um, post fight. It's just a test where I am with my skills. Now that's how you get better, right? Because yeah. I do have an issue with cutting to have a weight gain. Because you're going, hey, well, is that your skills? My, my personal, and I'm not a pro fighter. So, you know, I sort of have no uh, position saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, my, my feel would be, and we do with our guys, the weight you walk around at between three and five kilos, that's kind of burger and pizza range. Yeah. If you have to lose more than that, you are the next way up mm-hmm. because your skills don't fit down. So it's a sort of like a false economy. Yeah. Now, you understand that weight cut is sometimes or often used as the kind of the lineup push gets you ready. It's putting you through the pain so that you've overcome something already. I understand that. But I don't know. Leave that alone, right? Just go with where you're, 
with what you're naturally suited to. Mm. Like if I cut, I could cut to super, super light, but I'd never move like those guys. Yeah. So just fight who you, what your frame is, what your yeah. philosophy is, what your attitude is, who you are as a human. And you know, who, who, who is it that does that? Is it 1FC that does? They don't do weight cuts, do they? Is it 1FC? I think, I think it might be 1FC. That they do something similar to that. It is that there's no weight cut. You have to weigh in on, on the day, day of the fight. Yeah. What they do, at I, I, I know it's only grappling, but they do at IBJJF. You weigh in mm. as you go onto the mats. And it just, it just makes sense that there's no cutting. Yeah. Um, and, you're, and it's also, you know, you know how dangerous, dangerous that is. Mm. Um, you see something that they're about to die on the scales. It's horrible. It's not, it can't be right, can it? There's, a, there's one more fight I wanted to see if you see. Did you see anyone see that Al Jermaine Sterling and Peter Yarn? I, I literally, before you came on, there are mistakes. I understand in the heat when you're, you know, for lower levels like me, in the heat, you do stupid stuff. Got it. But that, and, and you can usually see that in the gap between something, like a reaction. That was a head down, line him up, knee. That, mm. there, there was nothing from what I looked at, and I showed Sherry, and she also went, ooh. So I've got enough people going, that is a blatant, what, now whatever the, whatever the reason, whether your corner said that, I, I, I think, I mean, think the, the story is that his he he said to his corner, "Do I hit him?" And the corner said, "Yeah, punch him," but he didn't understand. Well, that's what I was listening to. I was listening to the, the translation corner, corner cam. So okay. there's a there's a Russian in there and a an American or something. One says yes, the other one says no. For me, honestly, I. I still think, and a lot of fighters say this, that when you're in the middle of the fight, you're fighting. Your corner has, as you're fighting, has very little input. In between, I mean, they can be shouting all they want. But when you're in the midst of something, my view is, well, from the little I've done, I can't hear anything. Mm. Apart from the blood flowing through my ears and my, my you know, head going, who signed me up for this? Right? <laughs> so... Uh, and in between it can make a difference no no doubt in between it can make a difference but in the middle of it i'm sorry i just don't buy that he's knowing what he's doing and and i and i have um yeah i have hit people out of frustration yeah so i get that i get that too but mm. i'm also not champion of the, of the world at any weight division yeah. but i mean that's the thing isn't it if you're a champion you shouldn't i don't know am i wrong to say really should you be making a huge mistake like that it, I, look, I, it, I it looked it it's, looked like a calm moment. He didn't look like he was no, flurrying. that's right. It wasn't yeah. like he wasn't back against the wall doing something inadvertent. You know, he had the guy down on the ground and then kneed him in the head. I it agree. And it was a like and it was a, a wind up, right? It's not a little jab. It was a full yeah. zenkutsu or, yeah. or whatever he will call it. <laughs> And Straight I know out that here Sterling got a lot of uh, a lot of grief for making more of it, but that's a big shot that yeah I think it would have taken a lot of people out to most. And yes, you could do the you know you could say the rest was a bit over the top, but man, I've been needing Ned like that. But Kyokushin, I was out out like a light, no rolling necessary. Come get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
did you see um, Demetrius Johnson put a tweet up saying that he thinks that those knees should be legal because Aljamain um, was clearly he was stalled, he, he knew he wasn't going to get need so he was in that position to try and bide himself because because in the what was it the fourth or fifth round might have been the, that was in the fourth wasn't it fourth round yeah so he was tired by that point like he was he'd worn himself out so it looked like he was kind of catching his breath trying to get a little bit of rest knowing he wasn't going to get hit that's the ref's job eh i think though I mean, in yeah. one of the, it was in Pride or Rings, I can't remember, but you can knee and kick to a downed opponent. Yeah, I, Pride I, you, you can still knee, knee to the body, but that's the ref's opponent uh, um, yeah. uh, responsibility. Just to say, up you get out. Let's go. Yeah, 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 true. But also the other thing in, in pro fighting or in, in professional sports is that, um, you know, how, how many of us in our lineups, I remember on my third, Dan, I got in trouble because I'm like, oh, I've got enough of this. I'm going to go and do my gi up. Took a little bit longer, you know, tuck it in, do that. You see, so you've got to buy a little bit of air. So I, yeah. so that's, that's also a bit part of it. But that's what you have a ref for. Just say, no, that's it. Enough breather. Let's go. Mm. But I can't, you know, right now I can't, there's nothing I can find to let him off that knee. It was far too, the, the arena around it was far too slow moving for it to be unconsidered. And it was a big old was- shot. Yeah, it was nasty. And the thing is, he was fighting such a good fight up to that point. He did a... I saw this and I thought, oh, this was... He did a wonderful um, a Sotagari or outer leg reap. On, it was unbelievable. It was just textbook perfect. And I thought, oh, that's my favourite take. I love that. That's great. No, I do. I, do, I like him. I, I, I do. I really like him. I think he's great. And I... Um, uh, I haven't gone off him. I just just think he'll probably look back at that. Well, he already is, and going, "Oh, I wish I'd have done that. I wish I'd have done that." He but- lost. Um, he lost his his belt for that, didn't he? Mm. That's pretty brutal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But that's all part of, like you know, in any pro sports, <laughs> the skill in the middle of the of the match, you know, rugby match or whatever it may be, is only a bit of the job. The rest is your nutrition outside, you know, how you handle yourself. There are so many parts of that. And, yeah. if, and if you're not prepared for that, then stay an amateur like the rest of us. But that's a different just. And I learned that sitting in on, on Sonny's when he first went to Quinn's Academy, then Wasps. You sit there as parents listening. Right. We've got your son and we're at this next level. And you listen, and you think, wow, that's a, that's a different level of professionalism. Mm. And if you can't handle that. Step on. Yeah. He's fine. It's a, it's a, yeah, pro sports. You've got to have all the, it's not just enough to be tough now. It's, I um, mean, this is a, it's a professional game. It's not UFC one. What were we, 259? Yeah, that was 259. That's not, yeah. the, that's not even the fight thingies, you know, the fight passes and all those. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all that stuff, you got to, you know, all that stuff has to be in play. I saw a little bit of Dominic Cruz as well. I didn't see Dominic Cruz. I'm not a big fan. Did I, he won? Did he win by split decision? I think yeah, it was. It uh, yes. Did, was decision. he doing a bit of a comeback? Is that is that? What yeah, that's saying? his first win since 2016. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Dom Cruz. Dom Cruz. I, I find him. I just find it a bit disingenuous. As a co- examine his commentary, he absolutely yeah, I loves the sound 
of his own voice. Commentary, insightful commentary is fabulous, right? And then there's insightful commentary to let you know that I know what's going on and how good I am and what I could be if I didn't have a knee injury and if my shoulder didn't hurt and my head didn't hurt and I lived in Carolina, you know. Mm. And that's that, why I love DC on the commentary. DC is fantastic. But the problem with DC, when DC and Rogan, I actually tweet, I don't really tweet about that stuff. It's not my thing, but DC and Rogan together feel a bit in boys in the back of a car. They, they do, yeah. Their it's, they it's lose a their professionalism. Bro, isn't it? It's a bit too yeah. And I found the comment about uh, um, Megan, Megan Anderson, really disrespectful. DC said three times, and I'm not, I don't get into that sort of stuff, which is why when I tweet about that, I, I've got the ump, which was, this is a, this is a non-event. Anybody who steps into any fight where you get punched in the face mm. should never, no matter how crappy you are uh, at that event, should be referred to as a non-event, ever. Mm. And a pro fighter, as DC has been, I mean, Rogan shouldn't say anything away because he's never fought. I like him, I'm a big fan, shouldn't comment. Yeah. DC should know better than to refer to any athlete mm. as a non-event. I thought it was, I just, I just didn't like it. It really upset me as a viewer. And I thought, yeah. and, and that's why I like Anik. And sometimes oh, John think, Anik's fantastic. He's brilliant. John Anik is the Roger Federer of commentary. Yeah. In that you don't realise, he, you don't realise how much hard work he's, uh, Sue, you'll know this better than anyone, how much hard work he's put in behind the scenes to sound smooth on the air. <laughs> oh, bless you that you think I work hard behind can we, the scenes. Can we call Sue the that. John Anik of conversations on karate now? Yeah, let's do that. I'll be, I'll gone. be the. Uh, who shall I be? I'll be the Dominic Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're a bit bro Brit broy, and I, I love DC. I just, I just sometimes I struggle with that. You know, you, you have to when you're when you're a commentator. I think you just have to be a bit, a lot more objective. That's yeah, objective. So yeah, objective. You have to be objective, and and they get a little bit too. And and so many people commenting about Rogan and DC saying. Oh, it looks like they've already made a decision or they're biased and you should they were have quite biased yeah. yeah yeah so yeah that's what i think on that i don't really care enough about what they're saying i just like to watch the fights but that gave me the um referring yeah. to anyone as a non-event I, I would imagine that if um if khabib had come in and and finished somebody that fast they would have said wow the guy's a machine you know, he's just so efficient. You know, it would be rather than it being a non-event, they would have just credited his efficiency in dispatching his opponent yeah. so efficiently. You know, so and that's what and that's what you don't. I have never found it, and I'm looking for it just to study him. But you don't get that ever from Anik. Anik is about for me one of the most professional people on any airwave, any any sport. I think he's I think he's outstanding. And I like to watch his behind the scenes stuff to see how yeah. much work he does. But also, I wouldn't, and I got this wrong, but I was trying to think, other than an anchor, I was trying to think, has there been a female commentator on UFC? I couldn't think of one, or have I got No, that no I don't think there has, is there? And I think we need one because the girls' game is, the women's game, sorry, is a it's high level. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's been years before it was a new kind of, it's it's as good as the guys, you know, weight divisions, etc. Oh yeah, 100%. And I think there needs to be a female commentator to stop who these boys be? being boys. It's a bit tiresome, to be honest. Who could you have? Because I think I you'd, need, you'd need someone who's been in there 
who's good on the mic. That's the other thing. Good on the mic. Who, 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 who is there? So I, so I was trying to, I was in the bar thinking the same thing. Who has been there, who is also quite, or, or charismatic. <clears throat> obviously, Rhonda, or not, is that obviously? No, maybe not. Yeah, I was going to say, think of anyone she's, who can, she's, she's busy in WWE, isn't she? Hmm. And I couldn't think of, uh, straight off, I couldn't think of anyone else. Holly Holm is articulate. She's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. But I wonder, I'm sure they have. I mean, that's, you know, it's a professional company. I'm sure they've had that meeting, but I'd like to have sat in on that meeting and see what they come up with. Mm. Because it's a bit boy heavy and it's a bit boring to me. Or or even if they get, I mean, not to get rid of, I love Anik, but even if you had a non-biter, but not just an anchor, you know, because yeah. the, the anchor feels a bit, you know, the, the racing stuff. It's a bit patronising. We want a mm. commentator there, I think, I reckon. What do you think, Sue? I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's room for it to, mm. to start mixing in a woman commentator as well. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? They should have a different perspective without yeah. doubt. And that can often be useful, I think, when you, you've got um, commentators. You want that extra commentary, a different perspective. Can't be all bad, can it? Why not? No. What I did like, what I, what I am enjoying is the, um, the embeddeds and stuff. And I, oh, I really, I really, really love um, uh, the answer off Nunez story with their baby. I thought, I thought that's a great story, how they kind of highlighted that they didn't just kind mm-hmm. of over that i thought that was really i think it was only embedded and on the um countdown countdown yeah I thought that was a really good story yeah it's just really nice but yeah. Nunes, man she'd kill me i don't think i'd make it out of the first round i don't think many people would she is she's yeah. scary and the thing she does it with a smile as well right. you always look so happy yeah i'd be dead mm. Wow. Yeah, she is a savage. Mm. Did, oh, what um, about um? Sorry, you know, carry on, Sue. What about um, Khabib's protege? Yeah, the that's exactly what I was going to say. Matcher, yeah, isn't it? Islam. Islam. What a fight that was! He is unbelievable. So the the image that sticks to my head is when that team arrived, all in black. <laughs> Not a smile between them, and you're like. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah. is a scary dude. They are all ferocious, right? That and it's that sort of stoic, that that sort of you know Poland out. I know it's not Poland, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. That's, yeah. a, that's a mindset that you just—that's tough. Mm-hmm. I know that you can't judge a book by its cover, except then, yeah. and you know you're in for it. They're coming and they're coming. It's amazing, tough, right? And they've all got that sort of, yeah. You, because the other thing as well, so much of fighting is breaking someone's heart, I think. Yeah. You're going to break their hearts. So, so now you're skilled because you've got no mental advantage now. Because what are you going to do? It, it, because you are going to either have to cleanly knock them out or choke them unconscious because you have no flapping and, you know, fapping. Yeah. Like yeah. about MVP. A lot of that is just, whoa, making you flinch. That's the nurse. Yeah. What if you've got someone who's not bothered? Bothered? Mm-hmm. No, don't bother. Go ahead. So you've now lost. How much of that game have you lost? I mean, Poirier speaking to Rogan about his first fight against McGregor, most of it 
he he said he was off his game because McGregor just wound him up leading up to yeah. it. So mental warfare <clears throat> is fantastic. But when you take that out of the equation, they, those those guys are scary, I tell you. Mm. Yeah. Khabib seems to be for, like falling into the role of coach pretty well as well. They're a they're a brotherhood. Yeah. They're a they yeah, and that's and you know, you mix faith in there as well you've got a very 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 powerful force yeah he's one to watch that that islam he is he wants to fight tony ferguson next yeah i saw that he wants to he said he wants to retire the old man is that what he said <laughs> something like that that I, I, i'd like to see it yeah. there'd be a good story behind that as well you know ferguson never managed to get to fight khabib so he's going to fight his the next guy, yeah. it'd be a good sell. It would, it would be. Mm. Kai Kara France. That's another team that I love. That mm. whole Izzy's team. That that's boom. That's you know he's good, eh? Mm -hmm. Interesting there though. Now I did watch the follow up because if you watch from was it Herb Dean? I can't remember who was refing. Whoever the ref was. But you see him come back to finish. And when I, because I don't like that. I don't like once you've done someone making fun of them. So that's when I, sorry, he didn't. But your first, my first instinct when I saw him come back into frame that he was doing, yeah. that, I've done you, you shouldn't have called yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but then I saw it, then I saw what happened from the um, other angle then, where he'd gone back to his, he, so he knocked him out, done the walk off, gone back to his cage. And the cage are going, cage side is, going go back in because yeah. it hadn't been waved off it hadn't and i been hadn't waved seen off, that no. until later so then he's complete not only is he in his rights it's actually go and finish that because mm -hmm. um who did that uh, um gill did that before when he walked off you remember two fights ago or something or, or maybe more boom knocked down walked off and the guy gets up and he's still fighting so and finishing someone twice is a problem so um, that was completely interesting. And then we have a refing thing there, right? Are you going to wave it off? You're not going to wave it off? Have you waved it off? I mean, when someone's trying to knock your head off for money, you want that to be a finished job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As soon as you can. But he, got, he got the bonus, I believe. I think I was looking at Dana's Oh, I stuff. don't know. Yeah, he got, got one yeah, of the it bonuses. Was a, it was a hell of a, hell of a shot. I've leaned with You've gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good card. <laughs> I think it was, it was good. It was good. Something, something about not having a crowd as well, where you just hear every shot land. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Hurts, right? Yeah. And then, and so I'm, I'm amazed. I, I'm still amazed that you, you hear people go, oh, I don't like MMA. It's just brutal. As soon as that, you know, it's just, it's not a real. I can't believe there are any traditionalists even saying that. They do, not, though. Not, they do. And, and it's, it's amazing that that still happens, but apparently they do. Mm, they do, yeah. Because because the traditional arts, that nothing can be improved, Matt. I don't know if you know this, but it's all perfect. You, you know, cannot improve, improve upon perfection. But that's not because I've reached a high level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's our MMA review. Mm -hmm. Anything to add to anything we haven't covered? We'll put this up as just like a mini in between episode of. Yeah, I have a question. Um, okay. And that is that 
um, I've, I've clearly, there's a part of it that says, I don't know what on earth it was. Who was calling out Matt, somebody from Monster? What was that all about? Because Dana was surprised by it. Someone else was saying, I'm, it was this whole thing with Monster. What was, what was that? This? I didn't see this. What was know. this? It was in the press conference. Somebody was having a right old go about somebody. Um, I think it was Dominic Cruz was having a right old go. Oh, of course it was Dominic. Of course, it was Dom. Any ideas what it was about? No? No. I, I love I'm Monster. Go. I, uh, I love a good monster. I could do one right now, to be fair, but I haven't got one. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not, not going to go with that. <laughs> okay, I, I just, I just I didn't know. know, what I don't know. I'll have to listen. I haven't seen the whole conference through. And to be honest, when I see Dom come on after his first thirty seconds of whinging about anything, winning, losing, I have to switch it off. But I will go back and watch and see who he's after. Because yeah, last well, time he was after Peterson, and now he's after Monster and Hero. Oh, Dom! He's going to fight the Monster CEO in his next fight. I, well, I, I could have got the whole thing wrong. So all I noticed was I was skipping through the press conference as it was going on. And um, Dana said, no, I had no idea that he was going to say anything like that. So I went back and looked for it. The and only other thing about conferences. So did you saw the post, uh, no, not post, pre-fight conference. The other thing is. I saw some of it, yeah. Oh, Dalaj, dishwater. <laughs> and that is the other thing as well. I think people have to remember that the fighters as well, that that is part of your job. Mm. If you want to, and it was really, it was, I mean, it's a problem as well because there's no one in there, but the, you know, the questions are the same. But you, you also, journalists, I think, need something to feed off. And the fighters, are the, the, you've got a little bit between um, Jan and Sterling at the back about mice, but it, that was it. And I do think, you know, there is something to being at least charismatic or interesting, at least interesting. Uh, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to throw stuff around or break up buses, but be a little bit more. Well, that's the thing. Not. That's the thing, isn't it? With, with McGregor before that point, I think he was entertaining enough. He wasn't disrespectful enough for it to be a problem until it yeah. came to Khabib. And that's yeah. when it went too far. And now he's gone the complete opposite direction. And he's like the nicest guy in the world to everyone. Yeah. Which, well, and, and but you do, and with all that stuff though, you still in still have to back it up. Mm. And the problem is with Connor is that he, he hasn't, he's not now. He, he's he stepping still, up. He good. still wants to fight Khabib again, doesn't he? Khabib will maul him. And, I, and I'm saying that as a huge McGregor fan. The point is, and, and he can grapple, by the way. It's not, it's, it's a myth to say he's not a grappler. He can oh, no, yeah. Well. But in those terms, he's, you know, he's still. Purple, brown, it's at the highest level. It's not enough. It's not enough. Mm -mm. Not that, so again, it, it, the striking, once they've worked that out, and the, and and it, and it was disturbing as well that that uh, low kick for him was such a surprise of someone who's hit his caliber. Yeah. Shouldn't, that's not, shouldn't be a surprise, I think, at that level. I feel bad dissing him, but I don't think that should be a surprise. No, I thought that. When, when people were saying, like, oh, this calf kick, he hasn't been around and I'm thinking, it's not that new, though, is it? Really? It's not hard to work out. It's the bit below the knee. Kicking. Yeah. It's the bit that's close. So it's a, it's a jab for legs. It's not rocket science. It, it's, a, it's a badly performed Ashy Bri. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. <laughs> or you just thwacked it in. It's, I don't know why it's suddenly this big surprise. Mm. Um, and again, for you and me, for us three, fine. But not for that level. 
and not for champ to champ, whatever it is. Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, I thought I found that a bit weird. Hmm. But they're going to fight again, so we'll see. Okay, our MMA talk has come to a close.